0: a total career success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. The mission of this radio show is to enable every listener to achieve their career aspirations and advance their careers, to achieve their potential, and meet their financial goals. Now, here are your hosts, Ken and Cheryl Dawson.
1: Welcome, Ken and Cheryl Dawson here with George Gilder, um, best-selling author and venture capitalist. He's written, the, his latest book is The Israel Test. And as we air this program today, we are actually in Israel, a trip that we've wanted to make for many years. And uh, in many ways, Israel is the center of the world, certainly the center of the global news, nearly on a daily basis. How can such a tiny country command so much attention? While on one hand, the most hated country in the world, it is also the most beloved land for Jews and Christians. Our guest today sheds new light on the most enigmatic nation in all of history. George Gilder elegantly portrays a conflict of barbarism, envy, and death against civilization, creativity, and life. A leader of human civilization, technological progress, and scientific advancement, tiny Israel has become the world's paramount example of the blessings of freedom. Well, before we begin, let me give just a brief background on George Gilder. He is author of 15 books, including the international bestseller, Wealth and po- Poverty, uh, voted by National Review as one of the most important books of the 20th century, and Microcosm, selected by Wired as the second most important technology book of the era. He is contributing writer for Forbes and Wired, director of the Discovery Institute's technology program, and a practicing venture capitalist. Welcome, George.
2: Great to be here.
1: We're delighted to have you here. Can we uh, start just by having you share with us uh, why you decided to write the Israel test?
2: Well, I've been investing in in various Israeli companies, and uh, then I started to visit Israel in uh, pursuit of these investments. And I discovered what a great country it was. And I also discovered that uh, many American companies that I had imagined through my 30-year career writing about technology actually are deeply dependent on their Israeli laboratories and design centers. For example, Intel Corporation. I wrote a book called Microcosm that... uh uh tr- discussed Intel at length and uh described it as the most important technology company in the world. And uh Intel is famous for stamping Intel inside and all the IBM and related personal computers. But uh Israel but Intel is so dependent on its Israel design centers and wafer fabs that uh intel should be stamped israel inside mm-hmm, yeah and uh i i despite all my study of intel i was not conscious that uh of probably 70% of its significant innovations originated in israel
1: that's a, that's an amazing fact we'll keep
2: and it, what- and it's and uh And Intel is important because it is America's leading technology company by some measures and is absolutely the leader in microchip technology. The United States would not lead the world in microchip technology, nor harvest all the military benefits that microchip technology confers. If Israel had not given Intel uh, its global Leadership,
3: George. One of the things that I'm most impressed with is uh, everything you've said, of course. But uh, among Warren Buffett's many holdings is is a Company, and he speaks very, very highly of it.
2: Yeah, that's Iscar, which is a machine tool company, and right. it's a global leader in very advanced um, industrial machining equipment. Exactly.
1: I think there are a lot of uh, facts in, uh, in the book that um, many, many people are not aware of. But share with us what the Israel test is. What do you mean by that?
2: Well, the Israel test begins with a test that all of us personally face. How do you respond to people who excel you in achievement and excellence? Uh, do you resent them and envy them and try to tear them down? Or do you recognize that uh, their success expands your opportunities? Do you admire them and, and imitate them and uh, aspire to their accomplishments? And uh, capitalism is based on uh, how you respond to that question. Uh, c- capitalists all believe that uh, the good fortune of others is also in some sense your own. And, uh, the other view is a zero-sum model where, uh, the good fortune of others comes at your expense. So you end up spending most of your life resenting other people's achievements. And this is really the affliction of the Middle East. So it becomes, uh, not just a personal test and a personal moral, uh, rule, but it becomes a dividing line in the world economy and israel epitomizes the genius of the jews and uh, their successes and uh, people who resent and hate israel are essentially responding to israel accomplishments you can ignore all the talk about human rights and war crimes it's it's all just smoke designed to uh distract attention from the luminous achievements of Israeli society over the last 20 years.
1: It's really a starking way to kind of um, to face up to anti-Semitism, and we'll talk more about that as we get on to the into the show. But um, recalling that uh, you wrote Wealth and Poverty 30 years ago now, yeah. uh, still it stands uh, to, to prove the point that capitalism is... Uh, Essential for economic product, uh, you know, production and,
2: and freedom. Yeah, the Israel test is really wealth and poverty for Israel. Uh, I wrote wealth and poverty when, as Ronald Reagan was assuming office and, and it made me Ronald Reagan's most quoted living author. And, uh, now we have a new Reaganite figure in Benjamin Netanyahu. The, as leader of Israel, and he has made changes in Israel more radical than any changes that, uh, Reagan accomplished in the United States, or at least com- comparable in importance to the changes that Reagan achieved in the United States. Not only did Netanyahu reduce taxes, but he, uh, privatized, uh, the pension system, he, uh, diminished uh... government control over leading uh... israeli corporations from eighty percent ownership to twenty percent ownership and uh... he enabled uh... a whole financial industry to emerge in israel it was previously suppressed by various socialist regulations and so netanyahu has made it possible For Israel to become a global economic leader as well as a technology leader and, and, uh, and, uh, he is, uh, playing the same role in the Israel test that Ronald Reagan played in wealth and poverty.
1: It really is amazing how one leader, uh, with a vision and understanding of the importance of capitalism can make such a tremendous difference.
2: Just, it, it, it is amazing. And that's really the, Basic insight of the Israel test uh, is that an incredibly small number of people uh, can completely change the course of history and and it, and the departure of Jews from Europe during the Second World War and their reassembly in uh, Los Alamos for the Manhattan Project that Created the atomic bomb. Uh, Some people uh, regard that as a terrible tragedy, but uh, as Winston Churchill said, without the atomic bomb, uh, there wouldn't be a single uh, person standing in uh, Europe, single free man standing in Europe. And, George, we uh, certainly uh,
3: saved uh, hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of American
2: lives. Oh, absolutely. And uh, this was accomplished by around 20 uh, Jewish scientists. Absolutely. And and if those Jewish scientists had not been driven out of Germany and Austria and Hungary, there is no question but that... uh, uh the Nazis would have won the Second World War.
3: Absolutely. The other thing, George, that impresses me so much about Israel is the fact that both men and women serve in the military. I think that adds an awful lot too.
2: Yeah, they do uh the um, men serve uh two years longer than the women do, but uh the both sexes do serve in the military and there is a draft and uh for most Israelis And uh, the military plunges all these young people into life and death decisions and uh, a sense of the reality of the world and the consequences of your activities that uh, I think contributes crucially to uh, Israel's great entrepreneurial leadership. George, I look at our country.
1: And I I think we're going to need to take a little break here. But when we come back, we have a lot more to cover. So stay tuned.
4: Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's
0: it. VoiceAmerica.com. Earn a better job for better pay and achieve a better life with Job Search, the total system, now in its third edition and through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. One Total System user shared,
4: this is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go
0: to www.tcsworldwide.com and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services and much more read get off the treadmill the total career success blog from ken and Cheryl dawson and check out our online store for products relating to the book and total career success visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com total career success better job better pay better life
1: many of us try to maintain a healthy lifestyle but there is just so much going on in our lives allergies, picky eaters, tight schedules, and the like. We also have so much to think about. Weight management, disease prevention, eating psychology, and creating a healthy meal in minutes. Listen for Nutrition Matters and let Roxanne Moore step in to save you from the overwhelming sea of nutrition information. Roxanne will share success tips to keep you winning with over 15 years as a registered dietitian. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network.
4: Looking for a top show about horse racing and handicapping? Looking to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies website, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. Listen for top plays for the weekend in the spot play of the week and win prizes just for listening. Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer is live Thursdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network.
0: Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Sheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please call toll free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to On air at TCSWorldwide.com. Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome back. Ken and Sheryl here with George Gilder, and we're talking about the Israel test. And George, you were indicating at how much incredible accomplishments have impacted um well really the whole world by the um innovation of of Israel and the importance also of capitalism particularly in um in the last decade or so as Israel's begun to change and move more towards a, a capitalism. Why is there so much uh resistance to capitalism here even in our own country uh as we're Seeming to deny our own success.
2: Well, uh, there has been some bad economic management over the last few years, and I think the heart of much of it is uh, is an incomprehension of uh, which is always prevalent and has dominated the media and the academy. Of how the good fortune of others is also your own. You know the movie Wall Street, um, with uh, which Oliver Stone uh, directed years ago, and uh, Gordon Gecko, played by Michael Douglas, says that uh, capitalism is a zero-sum game, and that means that. All my wealth comes by taken from others is essentially his message. And that every, uh, success by one person means a loss for somebody else. And the success of Wall Street means the immiseration of Main Street. And, and he said, uh, there are five trillion dollars of assets in America. And, uh, and uh, we control ninety percent of them or some some such estimate, and uh it, it's a zero sum game and here we here Oliver Stone is making a new movie about capitalism today at Wall Street two, and uh he still thinks it's a zero sum game, but now there are almost a hundred trillion dollars of u s assets, so somehow uh there're 95 trillion dollars of new assets created uh since uh Gordon Gecko declared that uh, capitalism was a zero sum game with uh, 5 trillion of assets and there's a failure to understand that uh that the miraculous creation of wealth from virtually nothing it's uh, there's the materialist superstition that leads people to believe that if one person gains more somebody else has less and this isn't true about uh, capitalism which comes from the latin word caput which means head and uh, it's the mind centered system and it's because um uh, Capitalism is founded on intellectual creativity, uh, on ideas. Ultimately, that uh, wealth is really unlimited, and and many people can, uh, cannot uh, uh, grasp this fundamental fact about the world.
1: Well, I think it's certainly a reality that the the pie is is getting bigger all the time, and you've got. Uh... Countries like China, who now have have finally gotten with the program, in spite of their communist uh, politically uh,
2: yep.
1: policies, that they, they're still moving towards capitalism and and winning because of it. Uh, yep. you, you mentioned how successful the Jews have been. Um, one of the great uh, indicators of that uh, are the number of Nobel prizes that yep. they,
2: about a third of all uh, Nobel prizes have gone to Jews. And all the science and math and science Nobel prizes.
1: It's just amazing when you think about their what two one hundreds of one percent yeah. population or something like that.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's,
1: uh, it's quite and, incredible their exceptional performance.
2: And all this it's happened during the twentieth century. It's it's something of a miracle. Uh, you know, in the nineteenth century, Jews did not make any special contributions to science. Uh, the all 19th century physics was chiefly S- scotch and british and german's and then at the beginning of the 20th century um, michelson in the united states and hertz in germany both Jews uh, uh made major discoveries uh michelson's discovery led to einstein's uh, relativity theory and Hertz validated electromagnetic radiation leading to the, all the, uh, discoveries of radio and television and, and, uh, ultimately the internet. And, and John von Neumann, uh, defined the architecture of, uh, all computers and really invented information theory and game theory and, D- developed the mathematics of quantum theory and then was a key figure in the Manhattan Project that uh, um, you know exploited nuclear theory.
3: George, it's amazing that um, uh, with all our success in the United States, uh, Cheryl and I are certainly capitalists as you are, but Look at our economy today, look at our administration today, and I know our listeners are wondering the same thing. How could this be happening? It seems like we're going in exactly the opposite direction and yeah. what do we need to do to take it back?
2: Yeah, it it really is uh frightening what's going on. However, it does seem uh that there's a real revulsion underway against this effort to socialize the US economy. Agreed. And and uh you know, the elections in New Jersey and Virginia cover a span of uh, ethnic groups and cultural elements, and uh, both of them turned quite dramatically toward uh, the Republicans this year and and against uh, Obama's effort to socialize medical care and and energy production. I mean, cap and trade is as dangerous as any proposal oh, that's question. ever been without entertained. Question. The idea of suppressing our energy production in order to produce alternative energy, uh, unless uh, it doesn't uh, accelerate progress in alternative energy to stop existing energy production. It just weakens our economy and thus gives us fewer resources to develop any innovations.
3: And In George it's almost as if it's just a matter of uh whatever it is, get it through, do it as quickly as possible before anybody ever figures out what's going on.
2: Yeah. And now it's don't not even read the uh, legislation.
3: It's not even a case of Which uh, is uh you know, why it, it read-
2: is uh, really beneficial to the United States and I can't stress it enough that a new Silicon Valley has emerged in Israel, uh, that uh, just at the time that America's Silicon Valley is in its doldrums and, uh, afflicted with the uh, economic catastrophe in California, uh, Israel's, uh, Silicon Valley is efflorescent and it's deeply linked to the U.S. economy and U.S. markets and its innovations flow through uh, the US economic system and uh, provide us with new vitality at a time when our own vitality is being sapped by uh, silly legislation and socialism
1: and you really do make the case very well in the book uh that in a way Israel is a, a prop for uh, our wealth and freedom as well as our power so why is it essential that we defend Israel and the values that she represents?
2: Well, um, Israel re- it really is, in in some sense, in an economic sense, and really in a cultural sense, and and in, and even in a religious sense. Perhaps particularly in a religious sense, is uh, an extension of the United States and and our. Judeo-Christian society and our technological, innovative, entrepreneurial, capitalist culture. And if we allow, uh, what is now probably per capita, uh, uh, not probably, but certainly per capita, the most successful example of American values at work in the world under Netanyahu was trained in the United States and, uh, uh, spent most of his career in the United States. We will, uh, deeply demoralize the forces of, uh, freedom in the world and hugely spur the jihad. And, uh, you know, they've, when in Israel, they won't stop there. Uh, they will, uh, um, have huge momentum in Europe and actually threaten, uh, in many ways, the United States. I mean, the Fort Hood example shows that uh, the jihad can come to the United States.
1: Oh, I think there's no question about it that, that um, you know, it's like a Trojan horse right now. Uh, but you mentioned um, how Israel really has become a Silicon Valley uh, and is driving global technological innovation. What are the, some of the things that you see uh, coming out of Israel today?
2: Well, we had uh, y- yesterday at my conference, the telecosm conference that I do with Steve Forbes every year, we had a speech from... Uh, an American collaborator with an Israeli team that's developing a new kind of battery based on silicon that is potentially ten times more cost effective and efficient than, uh, existing lithium-ion, uh, battery technology. And, and, uh, you know, it, a breakthrough like that, if it is consummated, and it's certainly not a sure thing, but it could, uh, just by itself, make possible uh, electrical cars that are competitive with uh, internal combustion engine vehicles and that's that's just now coming out of Israel. Israel has recently developed a uh, serum that uh, can actually Radically mitigate the effects of radiation poisoning. In other words, uh, people on the edges of, uh, nuclear explosion could, uh, be, uh, uh, remedied. The radiation sickness can be remedied and many of the deaths in a nuclear attack would come from uh, radiation and that May be remediated by a new breakthrough in in israel and in Israel, both these breakthroughs have American collaborators, which is true about almost everything that happens in israel it's financed with um, by American venture capitalists in the past it It was uh, often uh, co- with collaboration from uh American professors and in uh, US universities or in US laboratories and corporations. And uh, the two economies are really one. Uh, and uh, Israel, Israel is so important to the US economy that uh, its destruction would jeopardize and, and, I think, perhaps doom US world leadership.
1: Well, on that note, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we're going to learn more about the incredible contributions of Israel to our freedom and prosperity. So stay tuned.
0: News.
4: Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787, 1-866-472-5787,
0: voiceamerica.com. Earn a better job, for better pay, and achieve a better life with Job Search, the total system, now in its third edition, and through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com. Thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dreams job or career a reality? One Total System user shared,
4: This is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go to www.tcsworldwide.com
0: and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, total career success blog from ken and Cheryl dawson and check out our online store for products relating to the book and total career success visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com total career success better job better pay better life Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please call toll free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to TCSONAIR at TCSWorldwide.com. Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome back. Ken and Cheryl here with George Gilder, and we're talking about the Israel test and uh, just fascinating information and really debunks a lot of the um, information we hear in the news every day. I'd like to just look back uh, historically just uh, to the early um, uh, Israel in its early state, and after the 1967 war, tell us a little bit about how their economic improvement actually helped uh, the Palestinians around them.
2: Yeah. Well, after the 1967 war, the Arab Palestinians experienced a kind of golden era. Um, some 250,000 uh, Israeli settlers moved into uh, the territories, Gaza and the West Bank, and uh, they established new power a power grid and irrigation systems hospitals universities uh, a whole uh... thousands of factories and, and uh... as a result of these two hundred and fifty thousand israeli settlers some two million arab settlers moved into the west bank in gaza so this wasn't of uh, a displacement of uh... arabs the accomplishments of the jews attracted magnetized uh... the middle east and uh, attracted uh two million arabs and you might think that uh, a tripling of the arab population of the territories would be associated with poverty and and social problems but instead uh... the per capita incomes of the uh, Arab Palestinians rose threefold in uh, the West Bank and some 20-fold in Gaza and uh, these territories were among the most rapidly growing economies in the face of the earth they've grew a lot faster than Israel during this period. They were kind of a wild west for Israel and uh or a wild east and uh and uh they grew faster than Israel and the Arab Palestinians not only tripled their per capita incomes. They also radically improved their educational levels and their life expectancies rose from 42 years to nearly 70 years. And it was the success of this collaboration and the uh, dissolution of much of the enmity between Arabs and uh, Jews in uh, the territories during this period that uh, led all the international organizations and in the peace process and to come in and bring Arafat, uh, this uh, bitter anti-Semite devoted throughout his life to the inspiration of Hitler's Mein Kampf, to bring him in with his PLO terrorist organization and billions of dollars of foreign aid to take over the territories. This was not something that was demanded by the Palestinians. It was something that was imposed on Palestine by the international organizations, the UN, the peace process, the always uh, foreign aid bodies, all focused on uh, bringing in... Uh, a terrorist to rule these uh, territories. And that was the appalling mistake that's at the heart of this current catastrophe in the Middle East. Uh, uh, this uh, economic success, they're still the Arab, Arab Palestinians are far better off than they were before, but they are now ruled by this clique of, uh, this cult of, uh, of death-dealing terrorists, and it's uh, it's a great tragedy.
1: And George, well, and they saw our, the they saw the pie getting bigger, and again, like you're saying in the book, they were envious of that. They wanted to, to claim it all back for themselves and to control it. And uh, so the it just defies reason. But you, in a, the aid has actually reversed the progress that was made in those 20 years.
2: Yeah, yeah, the, it's and the aid is never enough. Uh you go to uh, the Palestinians and they're constantly complaining about inadequate aid.
3: And George, look at our situation today in the UN and and again getting back to our own administration our own country it seems that we're for, moving further left all the time and um,
2: of course well it's kind of a repeat mean. of the history that I was describing. Exactly. And uh, we're um you know I mean, the worst symbolic thing that the Obama administration has done is to give Mary Robinson, who ran the Durban conference that declared um, Zionism a form of racism and uh, was just a frenzy of anti-Semitism, she was given the Presidential Freedom Award by President Obama. Unbelievable.
3: Unbelievable.
2: And it that was really the most single breathtaking, unbelievable decision made by the Obama administration so far. It's hard it's it just really is incomprehensible. It's true that she didn't wholeheartedly and support all the extremes of the anti Semitic uh belief, but uh she is a fanatical socialist and uh and hater of Israel.
3: Well, and you look at the other 37 czars or however many there are in the Obama administration, and uh, I mean, they're all there. Ha- they all have this left-wing agenda, and it's just yeah. absolutely, uh, I mean, you talk about scary when you think about how many areas of the government these people
1: supposedly
3: have responsible for. It just boggles yeah. the mind.
1: Well, and if you you look at this period uh, we just described, uh, sixty-seven to eighty-seven, when things were just booming in the West Bank and Gaza, well, you can take the same result uh, when they brought in the Land for Peace process uh, back to even the nineteen thirties, and, oh, yeah. and how uh, you know, Middle Europe was devastated, and it was really anti-Semitism all behind that as well.
2: That's right. The the, the Europe was. Uh, ruined by anti-Semitism. It's, it's at the end. You know, it's in every country. And my book, I sh- show when Budapest was the fastest growing city in the, in the world and certainly in Europe, um, uh, as Jews moved into Budapest and they rose rapidly in all the hierarchies and, and, uh, took about uh, 50% of the leading jobs in engineering and law and culture and science and and uh, and uh, they were all driven out with the uh, rise of Nazism and anti-Semitism from both Budapest and uh, Vienna which was another fabulous center of J- Jewish culture and achievement and uh, both those countries have never fully recovered from uh, the losses. And uh, the United States has become the world's leading country, in part, as a result of this migration of Jews to the United States.
3: George, and help our course, listeners with... Not only we can... the
2: Manhattan Project, but lots of other uh, advances as well are attributable to the... Achievements of Jews. Unfortunately, American liberalism has also been, uh, suffused with, uh, Jewish energy and genius, and it, it's, uh, it's, uh, a factor that I think may change now.
1: Yeah, it's uh, been a little we, ironic. Mm-hmm.
2: It's ironic, but, uh, today, only of Israelis believe that Obama supports Israel. And uh, this change is just overwhelming because uh, Israelis have tended to be liberal and uh, welcomed Obama. And this revulsion over just a year or so is amazing, and the same kind of revulsion is beginning to affect American Jews. It, the polling, for whatever it's worth, I'm very skeptical about polls, but uh, the polls do indicate a real revulsion among American Jews toward Obama's policies.
1: Well, let's hope it'll begin to have a, a groundswell, as as we've uh, seen. Uh, you know, among many parts of the country. Well, you, you make a very clear statement for entrepreneurship and creativity, uh, increasing opportunities and jobs. And since Israel leads the world on a per capita basis in research and technological creativity, how can this uh, entrepreneurial engine help to transform the Italy, Italy, Middle East? And I know this is kind of Netanyahu's vision.
2: Yeah, well, it's... Already happening to some degree, already. You know, they're all over the Middle East. There are these shell corporations that they create, uh, in order to conduct business with Israel and, and, uh, avoid the boycott. These are fake Arab corporations really that are essentially just, uh, shells for Jewish enterprise in, uh, various Arab countries and th- there is a, there are a lot of capitalists in uh, the Muslim world, and these capitalists mostly are impatient with the uh, the fanaticism and extremism of the uh, islam islamo fascists that uh, dominate the politics of the region to a great great degree and so uh, even the small changes that uh, Netanyahu has been able to make in uh, increasing flow through the checkpoints and dismantling some of the fences in Israel that were designed to stop terrorism has uh, helped uh, a, a small boom in the Palestinian economy. And ultimately, uh, economic success will trump these other hatreds, I believe. I mean, it looked in the past as if Ireland was absolutely hopelessly doomed to conflict with the IRA. And uh, Ireland was also doomed to be the poorest country in Europe. And now Ireland, even in its current recession, is the richest country in Europe. (laughs) And, uh, the IRA is virtually forgotten. And this is uh, what capitalism can accomplish when uh, it's working. And it was accomplishing in Palestine between 67 and 87 and could accomplish again.
1: Well, we certainly hope that Israel can become uh, the Hong Kong of the desert, as you call it. And when we get back from break, we'll wrap up with some other interesting points. So be sure to stay tuned.
0: Earn a better job, for better pay, and achieve a better life. With Job Search, the total system, now in its third edition, and through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com, thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. One Total System user shared,
4: This is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for
0: substantially increased pay. Go to www.tcsworldwide.com and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the Total Career Success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and check out our online store for products relating to the book and Total Career Success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total Career Better success. Better job. Better pay. Better life.
4: There's nothing like getting involved in a great book. A lot of different genres have come to the forefront as some of the most discussed subjects of today. Whether it's sci-fi, fantasy, the vampire realm, or romance, join some of today's top authors on The Author Hour, your guide to fantastic fiction, hosted by Matthew Peterson. Get ready to explore the works with the authors themselves. Find out the how and the why and what inspired these geniuses of literary art. Tune in to The Author Hour, Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time, on The Voice Cemetery. America Variety Channel.
1: Journey into the realm of spirit, the source of all things. Master fear in these tumultuous times and learn ancient ways to abundant love and healing. Why shamanism now? A practical path to authenticity will awaken the unique genius within you host christina pratt challenges you to initiate your innate powers within to gain health well-being and joy through the practices of last mask center for shamanic healing tune in each week to why shamanism now wednesdays at 2 p.m pacific 5 p.m eastern on seventh wave network
0: Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please call toll free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to Air at TCSWorldwide.com. Now, back to the program.
1: We're here with uh, George Gilder and just learning a tremendous amount about the importance of Israel in the development of the Middle East and, of course, to our own country. And um, one of the points I really enjoyed uh, in the book, George, was how you um, uh, talk about Israel as the supreme uh, cultural melting pot. Can you share a little bit about that with us?
2: you know, people uh imagine that Israel is this kind of completely homogeneous country. It's everybody's a Jew after all. But these Jews in Israel come from some seventy different countries and uh they uh are above all a country of immigrants and uh the US is another country of immigrants. Indeed. And, and a- a- immigrants are a major source of unspre- entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, they, uh, come, they leave everything, uh, and, uh, strike out on their own to a new country and which in itself is a kind of entrepreneurial venture. And, uh, they, uh, then, uh, create, a uh, abolition of activity in the countries they uh, enter. And uh, Israel, with Netanyahu, is kind of uh, an example of this. Netanyahu <coughs> was born in Israel, but he uh, but he was educated and in the United States. He went to a high school in Pennsylvania. His father was a professor of at cornell and uh... he uh, uh, went to m i t and then joined the boston consulting group which uh... was the leading business consulting group in the united states and actually developed the foundations of supply-side economics um, that was uh... a boston consulting group achievement during the very period that netanyahu worked there then he went to uh... Washington during the Reagan administration was head of the Israeli cons- consulate or in Washington all through the Reagan years and befriended all the leading Reagan figures and then he went back to fight terrorism when when his brother was killed during the Entebbe um rescue mission and he became the world's leading expert on terrorism and uh after nearly losing his, his own life several times as a member of one of Israel's leading uh, uh, special forces units focused on terrorism.
1: I believe he lost his brother, didn't he? I,
2: as I said, he lost he his says. brother at the Entebbe
1: yeah. rescue
2: mission. Oh, Jonathan uh, was running from the airport tarmac in Uganda, the uh, rescue mission at, in in Africa, and, uh, he was shot by a sniper from one of the control towers. Mm. And after that, uh, uh, Bibi Netanyahu became, uh, kind of tribune Against uh, the threat of terrorism around the world, and conducted a whole series of conferences, and edited or wrote three books on the subject, which shaped the uh, Reagan administration's views on terrorism and the Bush administration's.
3: So, so that was George. I was so impressed earlier to hear that you're a United States Marine, as I am, and uh, of course. We believe so strongly as all Marines do in honesty, integrity, doing the right thing. Uh, so many yeah. of our listeners right now are so intent upon your thoughts on how we can take our country back. What well, can we do I, in America to get our country back to where it should be, needs to be, and will be in the future?
2: Well, I think it's uh, the crucial thing is uh, to understand that that as. Steve Forbes said at my conference, uh, you can't, uh, the, the spending and the debt looks completely impossible, uh, just a huge burden. Uh, but, uh, uh, what you look at, uh, is not just the uh, liabilities, you also look at the asset side. And during the Reagan administration, for example, our debt rose uh, from, uh, one trillion to three trillion or something. But at the same time, our assets improved by seventeen trillion dollars. And so the ad- advance of our assets dwarfed the increase in debt. And, uh, so if a new, uh, deregulatory a uh, supply side kind of program can be inaugurated in the United States which i think is possible as a result of the revulsion against the current overreach of the Obama administration we can vastly improve the value of our assets and uh, that is how you compensate for the destruction of the, and and burden of debt you can't uh, uh, reduce debt by raising taxes that will not in any way help because the tax hikes will will reduce the value of our assets. and so the crucial thing is is not to be depressed by the big spending numbers and the big deficit numbers. They are bad, but uh, uh, but they are remediable. As long as we change our policies and stop uh, devaluing the dollar, raising our tax rates above 50%, where investors have a greater incentive to shelter existing income than to earn new income, it, and you look at
3: wealthy entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs, our
2: energy economy, the cap and trade, on the on the basis of the idiotic view that CO2, which uh... Is The essence of life is somehow a pollutant is one of the most amazing government uh, excesses in the history of uh, our country. I don't think there's ever been a single decision so amazingly counterproductive and stupid as the decision to name CO2 as a pollutant and the cause of global warming and all sorts of climate uh disasters it's just a completely quixotic and crazed uh uh decision by the EPA
1: well george uh, you have uh prevented such an tremendous amount of uh valuable information and encouragement to us today we just have a couple minutes here left Could you end the show with uh, telling us why the Israel test is ultimately our own test of survival as a free nation, and then how we can get a hold of your book?
2: Well, Israel is an indispensable ally. It is our most indispensable ally. It's probably replaced Britain as our closest um, and most intimate neighbor in this increasingly uh, global economy. And, and it's also the epitome of capitalist excellence and success under Netanyahu. And if we allow this huge triumph of American ideas and, and visions and ideals to, uh, be thwarted by bestial and barbarian uh, anti-Semitism in the Middle East, uh, we will, uh, uh, gravely impair the prospects of the american nation and our economy it it would be a moment for america comparable to the uh, flight of jews from europe during the second world war that completely depleted uh uh europe and uh, made the united Na- united states the most powerful nation on earth and we've been blessed by our connection with Israel
1: there's no question uh, about that well we just need to wrap up our show now we wish we had more time but George tell us how we can get your book
2: uh, Amazon, Barnes and Noble wherever books are sold uh, the Israel test is available
1: and I encourage everyone to get a hold of it thank you again um, George for uh, sharing with us today very enlightening thank you sir
0: Thanks again for joining us this week on Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Remember to join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, right here. Have a great week.